Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey guys, you're listening to the Intentionally Inspirational Marketing Talk podcast. Now for your hosts, Jason Wright and Brandy Montambo. What's going on? Jason Wright here. And you're listening to episode number 183. 183. And this is an awesome episode. Um... It's actually me and Brandy and a guest, and we have a great time. been looking forward to releasing this episode for a little while now. But before we get into that, um, interesting experience I had last weekend. Just some random story here for you. My wife and I, so we live in the central Indiana area, as some of you may know, about 35 minutes south of Indianapolis. We went up to Chicago for the weekend, and I guess I haven't been to Chicago and really been in the city for about 20 years. I have no idea how the time goes by so fast, but it's been a long time, and my memories of it were super crowded, super noisy, expensive, and it wasn't great, but the actual experience was really nice. Um, Chicago, if you've never been there, beautiful city, big city, much bigger than Indianapolis. It's a little expensive, but there's uh, you know a lot of things there that you can't find in small town USA where I'm at, and even in Indy, so um, fun times. A little refreshing, little winter storm action driving home. So it's about three and a half hours from us, not too far. But if you guys uh, listening have not gotten away, just like a little road trip with the spouse or the significant other or by yourself recently, I suggest you do that. You know, burnout is a real thing and routine can sometimes make you lose your mind. Just a simple getaway can just kind of reset everything for you. So that's my pep talk for you about not working too hard. Um, I should tell you this episode is brought to you by freedigitalmarketingreview.com. And if you guys uh, haven't had somebody like myself check out what you're doing in a long time, it might not be a bad idea. Uh, it's always good to get a second set of eyes on your digital marketing strategy and more importantly, the execution and even the architecture. Um, the way this works is you basically um, enter your name and email you get an email from me asking you to point me in the direction of the stuff that I can access, and I will give you a screen share, feedback, and an action plan. So if that sounds like they might help your business now or in the future, check it out, freedigitalmarketingreview.com. All right, let's check out the, the meat and potatoes of this episode. So Brandy joins me this week, which is always a treat, and we talked to Kate All from Simple Pin Media like I said, I, I really enjoyed this episode. I think everybody had a lot of fun. I know you guys will enjoy it, so uh, let's check it out and uh, see what the three of us talked about. What's happening, everybody? I've got uh, Jason Wright and Brandy Montambo here with another great guest on the podcast. Today, I've got Kate all with me, or with us, I should say. Okay. She is from Simple Pin Media, and she is the host of the Simple Pin Podcast as well. Kate, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks so much for having me. No problem at all. Before I ask you any question at all, I have to tell you, I'm in love with your branding. Oh, your thank you. Is, oh my God, it's so good. And like the video on the homepage, I was just sitting here like, I feel like a piece of trash comparing myself to this girl. <laughs> I mean, well, that is not how I want to make you feel. <laughs> no, but. but like the branding is so good. I was just like, I told my <sighs> wife, you. I was like, I've been messing with, with ours for four years, and I see that. I just want to throw it in the trash. That was like a comparison, you know? So awesome well, job with that. It's been a long time coming, <laughs> but thank you, thank you. 
No problem at all. So um, love to hear about your story from the time you thought about doing something for yourself. I think it goes back to 2014 or 15, if I did my homework correctly, to today. Take us on that journey. Yeah, it even kind of goes back to 2012. My husband had lost his job. You know, we'd been really struggling with all of that. And we were on food stamps, basically. Unemployment was running out. And a friend had looked at me after she watched a Pinterest marketing webinar. Facebook had just changed their algorithm for the first time for business pages. And people were basically losing their minds, right? Mm -hmm. So she looked at me and she was like, hey, you should manage people's Pinterest pages. And I thought, that's a dumb idea. I'm, no one's going to go for that. And she was like, what else, what other options do you have? Like, you don't have any money. And I was like, she's got a point. Like, let's try it. So in 2014, we, I bought the domain Simple Pin Media because I had seen what people wanted. Like, they really wanted something they could understand, wrap their brain around, and fully take it off their plate. So I got three beta clients and said, hey, if this doesn't work out, like, just don't tell anybody, right? Like, I don't want anybody to know it failed. And they loved it. They were like, we don't want to understand Pinterest. We don't get the marketing over there. So yeah, take it off our plates. And then it grew just all based on referrals. Like those three told two others, told two others. And then it just kind of took off from there. So that's how I got my start. Nice. Pinterest is one of those, uh, those social platforms that, um, I know it's super powerful. I don't know anything about it. I think we have a page or a profile, but we haven't added anything to it in so long. It's embarrassing. Uh, tell <laughs> me just alone. some, yeah, I know. <laughs> tell me a little bit about the demographic. I think it's mostly women. Yeah. Is yep. it a, uh, is there a certain age range that kind of. Yeah, you uh, mostly, I would say men are growing faster and faster with using the platform and it's expanding internationally. So I'll say um, Gen X women and millennial women are primarily the two bulk of it. But when we really back up from demographic, we're looking at the type of platform it is. So it's a search and discovery platform. It's not, you know, you can call it social media because it gets lumped on with all the social media buttons, but it's very much like Google. So you'd be surprised that a lot of website traffic's they invest in it. Google and Pinterest are the top two by far and they blow Facebook, Instagram out of the water because people are primed to move off the platform. Whereas if you have Instagram or Facebook, they want to keep you in your ecosystem. So when it comes to Pinterest, the demographic is somebody who's searching for an idea. So they, they are colder when you get into the marketing speak. You have to warm them up a couple months. You know, if you sell products or even info products, um, they need to know why. They need to buy into it. So they're searching for keywords like they're searching on Google. But the benefit of Pinterest is they get to see an image instead of a line of text. And so you create a different type of connection visually than you do with Google, but the two operate very similar. You just said something that uh, slapped me in the face, got my attention, info products on Pinterest. Mm -hmm. Tell me more about that. Yeah, so if people are doing any type of courses or digital products or anything like that, you're, you know, really wanting to tell, maybe somebody's asking like, how do I make money from home? And you might have a course on that or even how to do Pinterest marketing. You can talk about how to get them in with, you know, like a lead magnet or freebie that we talk about. But Mm -hmm. people are searching for those types of things or killing time, you know, while they're in the doctor's office or wherever they're at. And so it intrigues them to go, oh, how can I make money from home? Or how can I do this? Or um, lots of different varieties. So we're trying to kind of dispel the myth that it is just for women or it's just recipes or weddings, but it is so much more than that. Wow. Beautiful. I see it in my house all the time. So my wife, uh, the other day, is like, hey, I'm going to start painting cabinets in the kitchen. And I was like, let me see pictures of what this might look like. And we're looking at Pinterest and, uh, 
she's done an unbelievable job, by the way. I was like, is this a new business venture for you? She's like, I am not doing this ever again. Oh, (laughs) totally. And you know, contractors, a lot of contractors are on Pinterest too, because their clients are even home designers. You know, I, we did a renovation and I told our contractor, I'm like, I found it on Pinterest. He's like, I love Pinterest. Makes me more money all the time because you guys find ideas and we have to do it. And it's great. This may lead to a conversation with us off air, but I worked with a client once upon a time who had like 2 million monthly impressions on their Pinterest profile and I didn't know how to help them with it. And they're not making any money from that. Is that a big missed opportunity there? You know, impressions are interesting when it comes to Pinterest because it's not really an action taking thing. If somebody is on their phone, which most people are, your pin image can be on the right, but they're really looking to the left, which means that they just scrolled by. So really what you're looking for is the action because they are primed to move off. So how can you get them to click through? A lot of people will post quotes or infographics. Those will get impressions or even saves, Hmm. but that doesn't really grow your business. You can't make money off of that. Gotcha. So while impressions are, you know, a ter- a metric that a lot of people use, um, I don't tend to use it. We do track it uh, just to see if there's a correlation between impressions and clicks. But for the most part, we're really, really looking at the clicks. Okay. Where, why, how are people taking action on your content? Super interesting. So um, when people try to do... Pinterest for their business, try to maintain a, a Pinterest page. You call it a page or a profile or what do you, what profile. Do you call it? profile? I got to get my lingo right here. Uh, where do most businesses get it wrong? Like if you look at my page, it's probably, or profile, it's probably a great example of where people get it wrong. I think the number one way that people get it wrong is a misunderstanding of the platform. Yeah. They come over and they automatically apply the theories of Facebook or Instagram. Um, and they, they don't think of the keyword searches. So on your profile, all your boards should be named very specifically. So for me, I have Pinterest marketing tips for e-commerce owners or Pinterest marketing tips for bloggers. And that helps the algorithm on Pinterest categorize the content. But a lot of people will just say, this is great love this great tip as board names. And those are just not helpful to the user. And Mm -hmm. Pinterest has, when you open up the feed, you know, the main page on Pinterest, everybody has what's called a home feed. Pinterest number one goal for the pinner is to design a home feed that serves you based on your interest, what you've saved, what you've clicked on. And so if you've clicked on something from a profile that you're interested, they're going to show them more of that and say, hey, Susie's really interested in e-commerce marketing tips. We're going to show her more of that. But they can't really target that if it's something like love this, right? So generic board names are probably the number one way we see businesses miss out. Mm-hmm. Um, their profile needs to make sense to where if I was to to come onto your profile, I immediately understand what you're talking about. But Got if it's it. all over the map, it's a little bit of personal, a little bit of business. That's where we see businesses completely missing it is they, they just don't have their target figured out. And that doesn't take that long. It takes an hour maybe to update board names, kind of move things around. And then you're set. You don't have to do a lot of changes on Pinterest when it comes to your profile. And that's where I think people misunderstand it when it comes from Facebook and Instagram. It's just, it's not the same. It's a whole different ecosystem. So for people that want to share a lot of content, podcasts, blogs, is a good platform for that as well? Yeah, definitely. I do that with mine. I, um, every podcast is converted into a blog post and we share it all the time. And I get my social traffic. Pinterest is about 10% of, um, actually, no, it's more than that. 10% of my overall traffic it's about 45% of my social wow. traffic. 
Yeah. yeah, there's a big missed opportunity for me there. I'm going to have somebody on my team watch this podcast because this is good stuff. I'm getting excited yeah. just talking to you. Yeah, it's awesome. People <laughs> just ignore Pinterest and I just think they shouldn't. It is a missed opportunity. Absolutely. Um, so do you do anything as far as marketing across other platforms to bring people into your world? I do. So one of the things we do is Instagram and a Facebook group. So we do have a Facebook page, but every it's just there, right? It's yeah. how everybody feels about their Facebook page. We yeah. use it for ads, but we have a Facebook group of 20,000 people almost. Wow. And that is very active with just talking about Pinterest marketing. So we do a lot to curate that, to get basically how we use the Facebook group is when we see repeated questions, I create a podcast so that when my moderators can go back into the group, they can link to this podcast. They can keep linking to the places I've answered the questions. Mm -hmm. And then we use Instagram, but Instagram doesn't drive any traffic, right? Like it is really, you keep it in there. So we just do that more for personal connection mm -hmm. so that people feel like they get to know who I am and the behind the scenes of my business. But it brings me like 10 clicks a week or something like that. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. So those are the two that we focus on. We've tried LinkedIn, but I don't know. I, I'm not convinced yet of LinkedIn quite yet. Yep. It's funny we say about Facebook groups. It's something I've been a big fan of uh, here lately. It's such a powerful environment to bring people into your world and keep people in your world and that type of thing. The thing that makes me nervous about them is the fact Facebook owns them. You know, know. they, uh, the fact that even they own mini chat, which is a totally different discussion, that makes me nervous because they keep tightening things up and yeah. making things more corporate -y, you know? So, uh, yeah. but yeah, I love, I love what you're saying there. So good stuff. And I opted into your email list as well. So I'm oh, great. Thank you. Excited to see all that good stuff as well. Um, what three Pinterest trips would you share kind of at a high level for everybody listening? If we were going to do three things, uh, what would you recommend? Yeah. Number one would be update your profile. Just yeah. make sure that if I was going to come off the street, I would know exactly what you do and who you're about. Um, number two would be to nail your images. So images on Pinterest are vertical, which again is different than every other platform, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So you're looking for a two to three ratio, a common ratio is 600 by 900. They like that vertical because it shows up well on their mobile platform and it shows up well on desktop too. The images always need to have the perspective of a billboard advertising. It's just a teaser, right? Because again, people are primed to click off. So you want to make sure that your image tells just enough of the story. You can use text on it. A lot of people use the program called Canva. It's a great free program and they have a Pinterest template in there. So start with that, having a Pinterest image for your content or your podcast. And then the third is using keywords. So Pinterest also runs on descriptions. Every pin has a description and we say, fill it out one to two sentences, natural sounding sentences, basically like you would do for Google. Mm -hmm. Describe what it is people are going to find on the other side. So again, the algorithm knows where to put that content when people are searching for it. Those are the three top things. As you get into those, you'll start to get better at all three of those. But right away, we tell people you can't do a Pinterest strategy with a small vertical image or something you can't see. It's just, it's not going to connect with people. And I do mean to put you on the spot. What are your thoughts about all this, Brandy? <laughs> I am like so in awe right now because Pinterest is not my platform. I, I can't tell you the last time I was on Pinterest. Um, and just, I'm just like soaking it all in. Number one, your, your story, you know, to go from 
hey, Pinterest is something I like to making this a, my income and my career and my what my passion. Number one, I love that. And then, and then to go beyond that. And honestly, I mean, this is obviously the first time we've ever met you. You are an expert in this field. Like this is the, I hear thought leader. I hear someone mm. that, that knows what she's talking about. I've been there. I've done that. You can trust everything that I say. So when your customers come through, they are, they are moving from, please help me. I don't know what I'm doing right now. Yes. Like, please just help me. Yeah. And, and they are so safe in your hands. Mm. And I just, I'm just you. blown away right now. Um, so good job. Thank you. So, <laughs> um, I appreciate that compliment deeply. So thank you. Thank you. Um, so how did you get there? How did you get from, well, I guess I'm just going to give this a shot because we need to do something to truly a thought leader and content expert on Pinterest? Like, yeah, that's a great question. I, I think when I started, it was definitely a side hustle, you know, to say we're just desperate, right? Let's hope anything works. <laughs> and then as it came along towards the end of that first year, I got more referrals and I realized, hey, I, I don't know how to do this. I have a degree in political science. I just had three kids. I was coming out of that. I'm like, who am I? You know, really, right. pretty much. Absolutely. And I hired a business coach and I said, I'm tripping over my feet, but my husband and I really want to grow this business. He doesn't do the business with me, but we're definitely partners in our decision making. Um, and he began to teach me like, you got to think about it differently. And so I think it was that mind shift in the beginning. And so I just said, I only want to immerse myself in Pinterest because I do want to be seen as somebody who can give accurate, helpful information because mm -hmm. no one has time for BS, right? Like we don't want to go down a rabbit trail. And I knew that for myself. So I started applying, what would I want? And then I think it took a couple of years for me to feel comfortable in my skin of thought leader. Sure. And then as I grew a team too, because I have a big team behind me as well, there was development of who I was as a leader for my team, but a development of who I was forward facing. So I think both of those collided to continue to help me feel comfortable in my shoes. And I think that started to happen probably in the last like 18 months or so to, to stand in that place and say, I do know this, like the back of my hand. I study this all the time. I have data. We have data analysts. I mean, I eat, breathe, live. Pinterest. <laughs> and so it just, I think now naturally pours out of me, but I, I think it did take a while to, to stand in that position confidently yes. and go, this is where we're at. And I love one little piece that stuck out in, in your, in that is, is you made a conscious decision. Like you, you got a coach or whatever the, you know, an entrepreneur needs to, to do, but it, you can't just skate along and expect it to grow and grow. Like you have to make a conscious decision. Yes. This is what we're going to chase. This looks good. The prospects are good. We're going for it. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. You know what I really like about what you're doing is you probably see this too. There's so many companies that try to niche down by industry that they work with. Yeah. But what I didn't tell you about me is similar to you. We both niche down by platform or by product, okay. which I think is really smart. You know, mine's active campaign and click funnels. Those are the big ones in Facebook ads as well, but mostly those two big ones. And my focus is kind of on the, the full marketing funnel, but don't you find that when you niche down by a platform, it's nice because like you say, you become so gosh darn comfortable 
with all sides of it, you almost become a, an advocate for the, the company or the, the platform. But yeah, definitely. That's such a great way that you, you phrase that just now, because yeah. I do feel so passionate about <laughs> Pinterest and, you know, we've had, co- we've had connections with them before. And even in the, some of the conversations I've had with them, I'm like, I want to help you teach creators, which is what they call their marketers on the platform. I want to help you teach them to do this the right way. Cause I can see that that builds your bottom line. Cause then they're going to go into ads, but yeah. if you don't invest in them, they're going to choose another platform. So how can I position myself to be so valuable to even Pinterest and knowing this connection, like bridging the gap. And I think that's the same with what you just said. When you know something so well, people are like, Oh, this is, this is great. Yes. I feel safe. This person yeah. knows it. And it's freeing too, as a, a business owner, like yeah. I don't want to learn Facebook. I don't yeah. care about Instagram. <laughs> don't ask me questions. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you're in a place now you don't, you don't need to learn that stuff. You surround right. yourself with people that know it if you need to and keep doing what you do best. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so you've obviously built a, an awesome business. Was there ever a time during that building phase where you're like, Oh crap, I don't think it's going to work out. <laughs> yes. In fact, <laughs> probably within the past uh, six months actually was the first time. Yep. I think that I always saw it just kind of building and building and building, but I read or I listened to the book Vivid Vision, mm-hmm. which was so good. It completely rocked my world. And you know, Simple Pen is coming upon six years. And so we really had to go, what's next? And I think that was very hard for me in the sense that um, what started out so organically and so small, I had to challenge myself to think bigger. And this book really helped me do that. But I think during that time, I just kept getting hit with doubt even stronger than before. And I was walking with my kids and I was, had this thought, I was like, man, maybe I should just quit. And it was like, what? Like, this is crazy. Like, you can't think like that. And especially for me, I have um, over 35 team members. People pay their mortgages off of what I do. And I'm like, I can't give up. Like if it was just me, right. But like, there's all these other people that depend on me now. And yeah, so that was probably the first time. And it was a a quick five minute conversation in my head. And I was like, (laughs) let's rally. Well, number one, that's a big team. So congrats. Yeah. That's really impressive. And number two, I love the fact you're so vulnerable and authentic with us and transparent because I think people have this idea, especially when they're in like side hustle mode or thinking about the side hustle. They have this idea that once I reach a certain level, all these doubts and things go away, but it doesn't seem to be true at all. If anything, like you say, they, they, they magnify. Yeah. Yes. So, bigger. Thank Absolutely. you for being human, you know? Yes. Anytime. So, awesome. 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 Um, so what's next for your company? You, you talked about, you just kind of had to look at that and you listened to this, uh, this audio book that kind of had you go through that. What's next for Simple Pen Media? Uh, what's next is we, so Simple Pen is kind of broken out into, we have organic management, which that's just people wanting to organically manage on Pinterest, but then we have promoted pins department and really helping people with their ads on Pinterest, even doing them for them. And then we have the marketing side with our membership, our podcast, email, all of that. And then we have little things in between like images and um, some analytics stuff. So the biggest thing for us is to build out those other departments to be as big as the organic management. We have 115 clients right now in the organic management. 
So we want to spread that out and um, to grow to be a company that is really respectable, is seen as a partner with Pinterest at some point, and to really expand to continue to be the best Pinterest marketing and management company with that Nordstrom-like service to have people feel like they are just really caretaked for however they enter into our ecosystem, whether it's a a reader of our email or a client. So growing to, you know, I hate to put numbers on it, but like our goal is to be a $5 million company in three years. And we're, we're headed there. We're getting there, but that also requires more clients, more team members and expanding in that way. And I never, ever in a million years would have ever envisioned that. But now that we went through the vivid vision, wrote it out, see what's happening in the next three years, we can begin to go, okay, now this is where this is going to go. This is where this is going to go. And visibility is our main goal for the next year. I do speak. I get asked to speak a lot on Pinterest, but um, also trying to speak a little bit more about my story and doing some keynotes and stuff like that. So a lot of things on the horizon. We potentially might even do our own conference. Very cool. So there's a lot. I love it. I think you'll uh, not only meet your $5 million goal, I think you'll crush that. And can you imagine we're going to be in 20 years? No, I can't. <laughs> I mean, that's exciting I, though. You know, it is, it is exciting. I think too, in our industry, I don't know if you feel this, but like sometimes it's hard to know which way the market is going to go and the predictability. Yeah. And it, it's so different than our parents' generation who, you know, oh, you just yeah. got a job and they worked for 30 years. Right. And yeah. my parents still don't understand what I do. I was going to say the same thing. I don't know that my mom even really knows how I make money, but no, no. My mom's <laughs> like, she, she said the other day she was in the doctor's office and this lady was asking about her kids and she's like, well, my one daughter, I think she does Pinterest marketing. They're like, oh, we love Pinterest. You know, I mean, she's like, <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. Well, very cool. If somebody listening, and I'm sure there'll be a bunch of somebody's, um, wants to learn more about your business or your podcast or your Facebook group, uh, where would you point them? It's all on simplepinmedia.com. There's tons of resources there, links to the podcast, blog posts, services. It's our main hub. And I promise you, anybody watching or listening, when you go there, you're going to see what I was raving about. Like, oh my God, this is beautiful. And it's so well put together. So thank you. Uh, yeah. Thanks so much for spending some time with us today. You bet. Thanks so much. And we are back to the show. Kate, Brandy, thank both of you for coming on. Um, Kate, really enjoyed hearing about your, your company and your success to this point. I know you have plenty more. If you guys listening want to check out the show notes for this episode, as always, you can go to intentionallyinspirational.com forward slash, this will be episode 183, forward slash episode 183. And you can use that same formula to check out the show notes from all of our shows. Fun stuff, my friends. This never, ever gets old. I say that, but once upon a time, I did take a six-month break from podcasting. Not because it got old, because I had to re-figure out what I wanted to do when I grew up. You know how it is. Um, yeah, as always, I really appreciate you guys tuning in, listening. Hope to hear you back here next week for another great episode of the show. And uh, keep chugging. Stay intentional with what you're doing. Take care. Thanks for listening to another episode of the show. To keep up with everything that we're doing, please visit intentionallyinspirational.com. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast and check out our video podcast on YouTube. See you next time.